Hi friends, welcome back to Homeschool Conversations with Humility and Doxology. This week in our special summer audio blog series, we have a guest podcast from Katherine Pittman, and she's here to talk to us not just about why our children ought to memorize God's word, but why we want to be moms who memorize and hide God's word in our hearts. Check the show notes to find out more about Katherine. Would you please take a moment to leave a rating and review of this podcast in your podcast app? And while you're there, why don't you make it five stars? It really does help other homeschool parents find this weekly encouragement in their earbuds. Thanks so much. What if I told you that there was a way to incorporate freedom into your homeschool planning, a way to blend flexibility and a well-ordered day? Homeschool planning doesn't have to be scary. I have created a free homeschool planning guide to help you ask the right big picture questions to set your long-term homeschool goals, and it will also give you seven simple steps to craft a peaceful, orderly homeschool plan. If you want access to this free ebook, just head to humilityanddoxology.com homeschool-planning-guide or just click the link in the show notes. Five Reasons You Should Memorize Scripture and Five Ways to Help You Begin by Katherine Pittman Almost 18 years ago, after responding with an eager yes to the big question, my new fiancé approached me with a second proposal. What if we memorized the Song of Solomon together? I agreed, of course, but inwardly I was skeptical. The Song of Solomon? How is that mushy, hard-to-understand book, filled with strange symbolism and mystical imagery, going to help my walk with the Lord? Still, I memorized it, pressing through the dryness, reasonably certain I wasn't getting anything from it. But then, something happened. During a busy church season, feeling weary and overworked, The Lord gave me a living verse from that odd text. Mine own vineyard have I not kept. And I knew I needed to return to him for strength to serve. Song of Solomon 1.6 When I was sharing with a sister who couldn't feel God anymore, I remembered another verse. Where has your beloved gone? Song of Solomon 6.1 As I recalled the story in my mind, I was able to assure this young believer that her experience was normal. Once after a long season that felt like death, the Lord encouraged me with another verse. Who is this that cometh up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved, reminding me that it is through difficult wilderness seasons that we best learn to lean upon Him? Song of Solomon 8.5 When I finished memorizing the Song of Solomon those many years ago, nothing immediately changed. There was no powerful experience that followed, no special moment of revelation, But in the 18 years since, the Lord has used this stockpiled treasury of words as his voice in my heart, giving timely help and encouragement over and over and over again in my everyday life. Throughout the Bible, God's servants remind us repeatedly of the benefits of hiding God's word in our heart. This I recall to my mind. Therefore, I have hope, Jeremiah tells us, Lamentations 3.21. I have hidden your word in my heart that I might not sin, David reminds us, Psalm 119.11. Paul says the word should richly dwell within us so that we may be able to teach and admonish one another, Colossians 3.16. And the Lord frequently quoted scripture when answering the Pharisees 
and in response to Satan's wilderness temptations. But will memorization just make me proud? No. We don't memorize the word to get bragging rights. We memorize because we want to know him more. We want to experience the richness of fellowship when we sit and ask our Lord a question, and he brings a living word to our heart. We want to be useful in the body of Christ. We want his word to equip us to stand against temptation, to praise under a cloud of depression, and to have an answer when challenged by others. The Apostle John tells us that the mark of a growing Christian is that the word of God abides in him, enabling him to overcome. 1 John 2.14 As we grow in the Lord and seek to know him more, we should make time for Bible memorization. But how? I used to think you needed 30 minutes of daily study and a stack of index cards to commit to the practice of Bible memory. But when little ones came along, I needed to rethink how I memorized the word. If you've written out cards only to give up after a few weeks, perhaps these methods will encourage you to try again. Morning manna for individual verses. When God gave the Israelites manna in the wilderness, everyone gathered as much as they were able They collected food only in the morning, but they returned to their gleanings throughout the day. And whether your morning devo is 30 minutes or just five, after you've meditated on a few verses, write one of them down on an index card. Keep the card in your pocket, on the kitchen counter, or somewhere where you'll see it throughout the day. And when you're tempted to grab your phone, read the card instead. On your way into the bathroom, take it with you. Repeat it aloud at least 10 times or turn it into a silly song. By the end of the day, you'll likely have it memorized. Bonus tip from Journeywoman podcaster Hunter Belis: Write the first letter from each word in the verse on the inside of your wrist so it stays with you but won't wash off. Scriptures in the shower for chapters or books of the Bible. Currently, I'm memorizing the book of 1 John in my shower. After seeing a similar method suggested by author and pastor's wife, Glenna Marshall, I immediately made photocopies of the text for my travel Bible. I placed the copied pages back-to-back in small Ziploc bags, sealed the bags, and duct-taped them, book-style, to my shower walls. Now evening showers bring a welcome time for Bible memorization, and they give me something to do while waiting on the conditioner. Learning with letters for review of longer passages. If you've ever tried to retain a lengthy portion of scripture but have grown frustrated by a wandering mind, you may appreciate this method. Writing out the first letter of every word in the passage helps your mind stay focused and enables you to review quickly. I'm not too fond of this method for initial memorization because I feel it cheats your brain a bit and the words don't stick quite as well. But for reviewing an already memorized passage, this system works great. Bonus tip, write small and you can fit an entire chapter on one card. Follow along as you fold or wash or drive. Making use of the audio Bible. These days we have an audio Bible in almost every translation. The next time you have a pile of laundry to fold or a stack of dishes to wash, take out your phone and play your favorite chapter. This works great for trips and or extended errand drives too. It only takes minutes, sometimes less than a minute, to listen through once. Keep the chapter on repeat and you may be surprised to find yourself familiar with the passage before you reach your destination or finish a folding session. And as you begin to get comfortable with the words, try speaking along with the reader. Keep this up for a month or so, focusing on one verse, 
until you get it, and then adding another and another as you work your way through the passage. Bonus tip from Susan Heck, who memorized the entire New Testament, record the passage with your own voice and listen at 1.5 speed to increase brain connections. Sing the scripture. When my children were still small, I felt overwhelmed by the idea of any type of memory work. But the Lord used Steve Green's scripture songs to minister to my heart. Later, we tuned into Seed's family worship, and the children began to memorize alongside me. Some days we still take a verse and turn it into a silly song, not a musical masterpiece, but a tune to make it memorable. Scripture songs remain one of my favorite ways to learn the Word of God, and there are many, many helpful resources out there for this method. As you begin, Proverbs 16.3 encourages us, commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. If you want to memorize the Word, start by asking the Lord to lead you. There's no wrong way to memorize. Some chapters are suggested more often, like Psalm 23, Psalm 91, Matthew 5 through 7, Romans 2 and 3, Romans 6 through 8. Others recommend starting with a few key verses to help overcome a specific sin or struggle. But as my Song of Solomon experience testifies, the Lord can and will use all of His Word. Just choose a passage you love and begin prayerfully asking the Lord to work in you, the willing and the working. Philippians 2.13 Bible memory is hard, deliberate work. We like the idea of it and we enjoy the results, but many of the practices mentioned above are repetitious, sometimes tedious endeavors. You won't always feel the immediate gratification of sweet encouragement as you're drilling verses into your brain. But solid food is for the mature, Hebrews 5.14 tells us, who because of practice have had their senses trained to discern good and evil. There are secrets to be discovered and communion with Christ to be gained. It's there, and you can do it, but you won't know unless you begin. Try one verse this week and another next week, and little by little, because of practice, we mature. The Word of God abides in us, and we begin to grow unnoticed at first, but after a while, buds appear. Our stack of memory cards thickens. His Word comes alive in prayer. His Spirit brings verses to mind when fellowshipping with a friend. Soon our diligence brings forth visible fruit, useful to the Master for His glory. May the Lord help us begin this blessed work of hiding His Word in our hearts. Thanks so much for listening to the Homeschool Conversations audio blog series. I'm so thankful for each of the guests who are sharing their ideas with us this summer. Check the show notes to find more resources from today's guest. And would you please take a moment to leave a rating and review for this podcast in your app? It really helps other homeschool parents find the show. Would you like a copy of my free homeschool planning guide? Head to humilityanddoxology.com slash homeschool planning guide or check the link in the show notes for this episode. I'm busy recording more scintillating interviews for season six of the podcast. But in the meantime, there are so many fabulous episodes you can catch up on this summer. Check today's show notes to see this week's podcast replay suggestions.